0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Welcome back, home stretch here on this edition of Silver and Black. Today, do us a favor if you don't already subscribe to the podcast, even if you're watching us on video, because you guys are hardcore YouTube watchers. Just go subscribe to the audio version too, even if you don't listen to it. You can always delete it later off your phone, but it helps us. Trust us, it helps us. We appreciate that very much. If you would uh, subscribe wherever you get your audio, also if you're with us on YouTube, thanks for being with us. And again, Mo, people are—I know people don't understand how busy you've been. But they're mad that you don't get in there and, and mix it up in the chat, man. They're like, they think you're like an AI host. Like they don't, they, they're like,
1: I'll get it. I, I'll say this. I'll get in the chat. If people are willing to be the salary that I would have been paid <laughs> for missing my work. If you're willing yeah. to pay my salary, instead of yeah, a I, me, I'll, I'll I'll definitely hop in the chat. I,
0: I don't think they will. But the good news folks is, and for those of you listening, for those of you watching, we will do some more live shows this off season. So hopefully, um, maybe this week, maybe next week, we'll see. We'll see how the schedules will work out. But we will be doing a little more live stuff where we, as I said, we'll have it interactive. The chat will be up on the screen. We'll be able to chat with you guys, answer your questions directly. Just kind of hang out with you, right? We'll do the hangout. Yeah. Hangout. Mo will have his avocado smoothie and we'll, we'll just but, roll.
1: By the way, Scott, how many times, I tell you almost every day other day how much i enjoy the live show oh yeah because then i get to actually in real time talk to the people who you know who watch our show yeah. and support what we're doing i i, I always enjoy the live show
0: i do too and 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 we do when we do the live post game it's hard because we're getting through a post game show so i don't have the time to go in and do it but that's why we want to devote doing some more live video stuff and i don't know how much it'll how much it'll work for the audio feed of the podcast you know it might be kind of Tedious for people to sit there and listen as we're reading stuff, but we'll put it on audio too. And we'll, we'll, we'll let you guys give us feedback on whether you like it on audio as well. Cause we'll always reread questions and stuff like that. So we can do that as well. Um, we also during those lives might even take some calls. Like we might even take a couple people calling in and actually joining us by audio. It'd be kind of interesting, It'd be kind of fun. I like to mix Very it fun. up. We're of the people. Sorry, okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so I wanted to just close out the show again. I want to reiterate just a couple little things from the beginning of the show when we were doing a little soapbox stuff, which is um, just remember everything you read isn't necessarily going to happen and it's not necessarily true. Again, this is lying season. This is when there's jockeying things going on, not only for jobs, for next contracts, all this stuff. So, Mo, I know fans, because when, when your team's not in the playoffs, you start thinking about next year. So, of course, you want things to happen so you have. something to feel good about number 1 and some and number 2 is you just want to know where things are going the reality is i think we'll find out about the gm this week the coach maybe next week maybe right you get past the conference uh playoffs and you can actually start doing in person interviews right now they can only do virtual with with coaches that are in the league so that includes people who could be offensive coordinators all that kind of stuff they it has to wait for in person until after the 21st if that's the case, then I would anticipate the Raiders coaching situation, especially if it's not Antonio Pierce, but don't read into the tea leaves too much because you just don't know. Things can be, can be misleading. Uh, is It'll take a week or two for a coach, especially if they hire the GM. They're going to want the GM involved in that process. So that being said, Mo, um, it's hard to say this to people because I know how much they love their team, but you kind of just have to have a level of patience.
1: Yes, but I you know what I'm gonna do and I maybe this is okay, I'll say this. I think the media <laughs> I think the media drop a ball a bit on the way they are reporting these head coaching interviews because mm. there are a lot of fans out there who are confused about the about you know the timelines for hiring coaches and it's not their fault. Right. It's not the fans' fault that they're confused and I think, I think it's because the media hasn't done a good job of explaining some of these things so when you hear antonio pierce goes on an interview with the tennessee titans there are fans that said all the titans are going to hire antonio pierce on the spot and the raiders are going to miss out on Antonio pierce and it's going to be all their fault and it's and it's like chill okay first of all take a deep (laughs) breath because number one teams cannot hire external candidates yet they cannot hire they cannot hire external candidates until after the divisional round. So the Titans, the Falcons, who showed interest in Antonio Pierce, they cannot hire Antonio Pierce yet. Even though they're not in the playoffs, to even the playing field, hires for, head, for the head coaching position can't be made until after the divisional round. The Patriots were able to to do it because there's a clause that says you can have a succession plan in Correct. place if the person is already within the organization. The Raiders didn't do that for Antonio Pierce because they had no idea that they were going to fire Josh McDaniels going into the year. So of course there was no succession plan in place for Antonio Pierce to take over the job. That's number one. Number two, when these reporters say that Antonio Pierce, his interview for the job with the Titans or the Falcons, they should make it clear that it's a virtual interview. Yes. So, again, yes. virtual interviews can happen before the divisional round. In-person Correct. interviews cannot happen until after the divisional round unless the person is already within the organization. So the Chargers or, already interviewed. Go ahead.
0: Or outside the NFL.
1: Or outside the NFL. So college coaches. So right. the Chargers have already interviewed Gift Smith, who was the interim for their team after they let go of Brandon Staley. He was already with the Chargers. That's why they can have an in-person interview with him. But when it comes to external candidates, external candidates at NF, that are NFL employed, mm-hmm. teams cannot hire a guy on the spot. So for everyone right. who's worried about Antonio Pierce being hired on the spot by the Falcons, the Titans, can't happen. So take a deep <laughs> breath on that. There was talk about, oh, why have the Raiders, this is before the Leslie Frazier request interview came out. Why haven't the Raiders interviewed any head coaching candidates? This is odd. This is weird. And I think a lot of fans understood this part, that the Raiders are trying to get their GM in place first. Mm-hmm. So they wrapped up their GM interviews. And as you said, that GM is going to sit in on a lot of those head coaching interviews. They wanted their GM to be involved. I think Mark Davis said that to Tashaun Reed of The Athletic. Yep. So number one, I want to say it's not the fans' fault that they're confused about a lot of this. Because Agreed. I think the media has done a poor job of explaining certain things to the public, number one, that virtual interviews are happening now, not in-person interviews for external candidates, and number two, the timeline of things happening. I know Albert Breer kind of laid it out, but I think as as a media conglomerate or as a media outlet, you should just kind of reiterate the process of how things go and be clear about What type of interview is this? Is this an in-person interview? Is it a virtual interview? Can this happen? Can that happen? I'm sure some reporters have done it, but from a lot of the posts that I saw on X, it's very vague. It's just, oh, this person is set to meet with this team. And I think, again, it should have been made clear that, again, when Pierce interviewed with the Titans, it was a virtual interview, not an in-person interview. And the Titans cannot hire Antonio Pierce just yet.
0: Correct. And a shout out to Vinny at the RJ, because he has yes. been explaining that to people individually as people million. ask him questions. 50 million times. 50 million times. But to your point, and I know we, we have a, a viewer on, on YouTube who who likes to insult anybody who writes on uh, sports of the living, saying we're just all glorified bloggers. Um, but, but in this case, this is why the media loses trust too, not, not only in sports, but in other areas, because, it's inside baseball. They understand how it works, right? But our job is not to do that. Our job is to explain to the people reading, listening, whatever, or watching how things work most. So that was a great, a great aside there for you to do that. And I think that's where people need to realize you're not going to get somebody hired under uh, from underneath you when it can't happen. Right. And by the way, if Antonio Pierce gets a better opportunity somewhere, you don't think he'll take it. I don't care how much you say, oh, he's a Raider. He's a Raider if Tennessee offered him $8 million a year and the Raiders are from two, I'm just saying you got to do what's best for you and your family, right? You're going to do what's best for you. So I I don't think that'll happen. I don't think he's going to go anywhere else. I just don't. Um, I think he'll end up being the Raiders coach as as we've talked about here on this. Now we do know Jim Harbaugh met on Monday and he can meet in person because he's a college coach with the chargers. And you talked earlier about, wow, a division Um, would be with him there and with Reed and with Sean Payton. And as you mentioned, Antonio Pierce has beat two of them already. Um, Mm -hmm. but it certainly would ramp up that situation, uh, in the division. Now the Broncos too, I always look at this way, Mo, and I said this right towards the end of the season as we were talking about the Raiders draft position. Broncos need a quarterback. Uh, so you're going to have there's a little bit of an arms race in the division for quarterback because you're going to have to compete with the Broncos. <laughs> Who's going to get their their franchise quarterback first? Now, the Broncos have failed at it numerous times over the past several years. It's been one of their biggest issues. The Raiders have not figured it out either. And it's going to be interesting because we you and I talked about, well, you don't have to pick a quarterback in the top five of the draft to find your franchise quarterback. True, because at the top of the draft, you know, who's going to make it? We don't know how good Drake May is going to be. We don't know how good Jaden Daniels is going to be. Caleb Williams, I think, people are a little more, I mean, at least talent, talent evaluators feel like he's a can't-miss guy, but they can't really say that. So you look at that situation and knowing what's happening in the division and then knowing six or seven other teams need quarterbacks, um, the Raiders are going to have to explore several options, right? They're going to have to explore the draft. they got to get a young quarterback. But I think they also got to go get a veteran to help them and to have that fail safe. Yes, they have Aiden O'Connell. So they got one guy in camp, basically, in that room because Jimmy Garoppolo will be gone. So you have that guy out there. And if you start to look at it, Mo, now that the most of the season is over... Um, from a veteran quarterback standpoint, anybody pop in your head outside of Justin Fields, which we've talked about here and seems to be polarizing amongst Raider Nation, and we don't know if he's gonna leave the Bears. But if, if you if you look at that situation from a veteran standpoint, who should the Raiders maybe start to think about when the GM gets hired?
1: You do a cor- curveball at me there. I mean, mm-hmm. Jacoby Brissett, maybe? I mean, because you so would if he doesn't have retire. To- if if he he wouldn't have you the Raiders wouldn't have to give up draft capital for him, he's going to be a free agent. The Washington Commanders are going to basically you know flip over that roster, yeah. so I would assume that he's going to you know he's going to have some offers out there. But I, I would say Jacoby Brissett is the first one that comes to mind. But I also it depends on who who the Raiders have as an OC because I, I'm a strong yeah. believer that you have Aiden O'Connell, you draft the rookie. And then you get a veteran who's familiar with that offensive coordinator system. Mm -hmm. So basically I'm telling you, I can't really answer that question yet. Whoever the offensive coordinator is, find a quarterback that's played under that offensive coordinator. Now, if it's a first time full-time offensive coordinator, who's, you know, never coached through a full season, maybe he was a quarterback's coach and he worked with a veteran before. Maybe he was a passing game coordinator. He's worked with a quarterback before. Get someone who's familiar with the system so that just in case Kyle doesn't pick up the system as fast, that veteran quarterback can play right away, and he can also teach Aiden and the rookie that system, whatever that system is that's going to be in place. So I think the veteran is there, again, to mentor. And I think that's what Brian Hoyer's role is. Now, that doesn't mean necessarily you're going to play that, that guy, which is yeah. what Josh McDaniels did with Brian Hoyer, but I think you get a veteran who can immediately teach the other guys in the room how to function in that system, and if need be, if necessary, for whatever reason, he can also play. And I think that's where you you would get a Jacoby Brissett who can play versus a Brian Hoyer who's closer to retirement.
0: Right. And I think too, honestly, because we talked about it with quarterbacks at the top of the draft with anybody in the draft, right? If you have good people to select draft picks, okay, you're going to, you're going to hit on some, you're always going to have some that you miss on. You just, it's going to happen right now. The Raiders have missed more than they've hit by a large margin. Mm-hmm. That can't happen anymore. But I'm really I'm in the place, Mo where I think the Raiders, and I again I don't know that the number one pick is in play. The Bears, you know, you're hearing the stories back again. It's lying season. You're hearing the stories, oh no, they're sticking with fields. No, no, they're gonna trade the pick. No, 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 they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna keep the pick and trade field. Like you don't know what the truth is yet because there's still time. It's not till April, right? We got some time here. But if the Raider I, I think if the Raiders could get there, I would do whatever it takes at this point because I don't think. For all of you who believe the Raiders aren't that far away, I would agree. Look, look how they won eight games this year in the condition they were in with no offense. So to me, you make a move now because guess what? It's not like you won three games and you're two or three years away. If you go get the right quarterback, and, and again, I know, I know it's an extreme example, but I'm going to use it anyway. You look at what happened in Houston. You get the right coach in there with the right quarterback right mentality, and it turns around quickly. Now, you could say the Raiders don't need a turnaround. They just need fixing in some areas. So you want eight games this year. It's not, to me, it's feasible to think if you have really good quarterback play, you have some spots you improve in both sides of the defensive and offensive line, supplement a couple of players, get some good players in the draft on defense too, especially a cornerback, safe, wherever, linebacker. You could win 11 games next year if you have the right guy. And so I think you gotta do everything you can to get it. And And you know what? If it means three number one picks the next three years, do it.
1: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line Scott, my, and I'll take it one step further, because you led me into the point I was going to make. I watched hmm. the playoffs over the past weekend. Did you notice who was looking good in the playoffs? <laughs> C.J. Stroud, yeah. Jordan Love. I, I, the, I, having playoff experience is so overrated because the the Browns were the more experienced team. Guess what? Houston rolled them. Right. Uh, the, the 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 Dallas Cowboys were the more experienced playoff team. Guess what? Green Bay Packers rolled them. Yes. The Detroit Lions. Now the, the Rams had a bit of a rebuild, but the Detroit Lions have a bunch of impact rookies: Campbell, Jameer Gibbs, yes. Laporter Montgomery, guy.
0: the veteran. Yeah. I so, mean, so
1: my my guy uh, Ray GQ over at Bleacher Report said a lot of people crapped on the Lions' draft class because they drafted a running back early. And they got a linebacker in the first round. And Laporta was was probably made, to some people, not the better of the tight ends when they picked. <laughs> Guess what? All of those guys contributed to their season and that playoff win. So you got to trust your process. But my general point here is get your quarterback. I know yeah. a lot of people have gone back and forth with us about, oh, you need to build the offensive line. What about this position? No. Get your quarterback. The Houston Texans were a dumpster fire last year. What is the difference this year and why are they in the division round the playoffs? Right. They got their quarterback and they got their head coach. The Green Bay Packers didn't make the playoffs with Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback. They won eight games, had a playing game against the Lions and lost. Found a younger gunslinging quarterback in joint love. Now they're going to the division round. Mm-hmm. I understand the importance of the offensive line. I understand the importance of a strong defense. I understand the importance of, of – of a good running back another wide receiver maybe you know whatever the case is but the quarterback is the most important position on the football team and it can immediately turn or turn you around and get you two to three more wins as you said with the disaster that was the raiders mid-season yep. they still went eight and nine won eight games you don't think a good quarterback a competent serviceable quarterback can get the raiders two to three more wins and get them to 10 and seven 11 and six come on it's common sense at this point just look around the league Just look around the league at the teams have turned around their teams. What is the difference? They nail the quarterback position and they.
0: Yeah. And, and, and the only exception I'll say, and and he's done okay was what we've seen with Miami where Tua is not, hasn't convinced anybody. I'll put it that way. He had such a great start (laughs) to the year, didn't sustain it. And then has not been able to do it obviously in the playoffs, but he's played well enough for them to win, to get to the playoffs and now they got a tough choice to make. Okay, is this the guy who's... Just like you see in Dallas with Dak Prescott, right? Dak Prescott puts up ungodly numbers and it gets in the playoffs. It's like Clayton Kershaw in baseball with the Dodgers. Amazing pitcher. And then he gets in the playoffs, something mentally happens and they just don't... He doesn't overcome it. So so that, uh, you and I are in agreement on this. Not everybody agrees with us, but you have to do it. And I think this year with this class, from from a quarterback standpoint, it's time to do it now. The Raiders... They can can package those picks. They can do what they need to do to go get that quarterback and change the game because in the division, if you allow the Broncos to do it before you and you don't take care of it and they're in the same position next year or in this offseason where they're looking for a guy and they're not sure who the veteran is and and then Jacoby Brissett comes in, not because you have a young guy and he's just going to be the starter for a bit, but because you don't have anybody else, you're going to be in big trouble especially if the Broncos go out and get somebody. And you know Sean Payton's going to want to go out and get somebody. So that to me, it's so vital going into that. So we'll, we'll start talking about the quarterback situation. We'll get some interviews here on Silver and Black today to talk about guys that the Raiders could target, both from a veteran standpoint and from the draft. So that'll be great. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for this edition of Silver and Black today. We appreciate you guys being with us. Mo, I know uh, we start going into – sort of our off-season mode. You and I still covering the playoffs. Uh, Let everybody know what you got coming up this week so they can keep track of your work.
1: Thursday, I'll have a Bleacher Report live show stream. Either, depending on what happens, if the Raiders make some splashy hires, which I think they will early this week, I'll talk about that. Or we'll talk about some trade ideas that the Raiders could make, either moving up for a quarterback, as we just talked about, or acquiring players from other teams, maybe at on the defensive side of the ball, mm-hmm. a lot of people um, talked about Devonte Adams being a trade chip. I'll talk about that again, because a lot of people are still bringing up, oh, why don't we just trade, throw Devonte Adams into a trade deal to move up for a quarterback. <laughs> I'll discuss that because it's, that's going to be another hot topic after the Raiders hire their general manager and head coach.
0: Yes, it will be. And it will be uh, yet another point of um, discussion amongst Raider Nation. So it'll be fascinating to see what happens with that. And and of course, they'll definitely, the Raiders, the Raiders have 15 people on the roster who will be free agents this coming year, right? So we'll see who hits the free agent market. Anybody, I know a lot of people are waiting on Josh Jacobs. Even with even with Antonio Pierce's coach, I, I just don't see Josh Jacobs coming back. I just don't see it. I know he loves Pierce, and Jacobs said, if Pierce isn't there, then then I might not come back. I don't think it's his choice, frankly. And and you know what? I hope he goes out and gets as much money as he can somewhere else. That's great, but I think the Raiders need to to figure out what they're going to do with the rest of their team, and so I don't see that happen. But we'll get into that conversation as we move along, too.
1: It'll be interesting because if the market – isn't what Josh Jacobs thinks it is? Yeah. He may be willing to take a discount to stay in Las Vegas. if, Because remember, last last offseason, the market isn't what a lot of people thought it would be at the running back position. So if Josh yeah. Jacobs goes to the market and he sees that he's only going to get $67 million, he may say, well, maybe I'll just stay in Las Vegas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you never know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, if, if he stays at the right price, great. Um, but again, running backs, man, after that fifth year, just – it's, it's remarkable. Like you look at the numbers, you're like, wow, it really falls off, but maybe he's different. You never know. All right. That's going to do it for the show. Make sure you check out Mo's work up on Bleach Report and, and check into his live on Thursday there, as well as his column later in the week on sportsnot.com. You can also catch my coverage of the Raiders and the NFL up on sportsnot.com too. And do us a favor, make sure you subscribe. I'm starting to do some more TikTok videos. I'll, I'm going to start teaching Mo a little bit too. I'm older than Mo, but I, I, I'm using it. He does. You're not there yet, but I'm going to coach him. I'm going to coach him up. So go subscribe to us on TikTok and on YouTube, and you'll see some short videos there too. We'll get Mo to get involved in those. Once, once I teach him, once I just say, hey, record yourself, send it to me, I'll take care of it, then we'll get it done. Right, Mo. I'm, not a, I'm
1: not a big fan of Snap Face, or whatever you want to call it. TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> <Tic-tac> <laughs> <everywhere>.
0: <laughs> I love it. All right. For our producer, Mike Robbie for Momotin, I am Scott Branson. Thank you guys all for being with us, and we will talk to you next time. Take care.